Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I just want to thank you for downloading this podcast each and every week. By the way, this podcast was number one in religion and spirituality last week in Guyana. If you're from Guyana, I want to say thank you. Also, we are at 300,000 total downloads towards my 1 million download goal. Help me to reach that goal and to teach and equip globally in the supernatural. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with all of your friends. Well, in this week's podcast, we will continue our discussion explaining why it's necessary to have night watch prayer because prayer during the night and your dream life are vitally connected. Do you have my book, Prophetic Secrets? This book awakens you to the voice of God multidimensionally, but this book won't make you spooky or kooky as a prophetic person or even as a prophet. Buy it anywhere that Christian books are sold or go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the USA or Australia shop tab. I had mentioned how we began a night watch prayer service at my church, and I was pleasantly surprised at the level of participation by our congregants. And this is something I talked about last week. Our night watch prayer services met monthly at our downtown campus, and the prayer service was organized through the night in shifts. Each shift was given a prayer focus and was led by a trained leader. Unfortunately, I ended up with a gap in trained leaders for a little while and had to let night watch prayer go for that reason. I learned the hard way that night watch prayer is not something you let go. You just do it. You make it happen somehow. If you don't, you could have some unfortunate consequences. And I experienced those consequences. What happened is that I encountered two very intense situations, actually spiritual warfare during the time frame that we did not have night watch prayer. Both of these situations began in dreams. I shared one of those situations during the last podcast, and I said I would share the other this podcast. Well, during this time frame when we did not have night watch prayer, I was also pregnant with my daughter. She was our second child, and just like our first child, I had received her name and gender in a vision prior to becoming pregnant. That seemed to be my pattern in the Lord for our children. And in the middle of the pregnancy, something began to break down with my mind. I began to have a problem going to sleep. This is not a typical problem that you would associate with pregnancy. I mean, of course you would have some sleep problems while pregnant for a lot of reasons. What I experienced went way beyond that. This problem had a supernatural dimension to it, but I failed to discern that in the onset, and I didn't get the personal prayer cover that I needed as a result. Also, we didn't have any night watch prayer cover either. And so when you sleep at night, your mind goes through a natural series of stages, three of them, and you will also cycle in and out of something called REM sleep. REM sleep is the period of sleep where you will have dreams. Now, I got these descriptions of the stages from the NIH.gov website. Well, stage one of non-REM sleep is the changeover from wakefulness to sleep. And during this short period lasting several minutes of relatively light sleep, your heartbeat, breathing, and eye movements slow, and your muscles relax with occasional twitches. Your brain waves begin to slow from their daytime wakefulness patterns. 
Well, stage two of non-REM sleep is a period of light sleep before you enter deeper sleep. Your heartbeat and breathing slow, your muscles relax even further, your body temperature drops, and eye movements stop. Brainwave activity slows, but it is marked by brief bursts of electrical activity. You spend more of your repeated sleep cycles in stage two sleep than in other sleep stages. Stage three of non-REM sleep is the period of deep sleep that you need to feel refreshed in the morning. It occurs in longer periods during the first half of the night. Your heartbeat and breathing slow to their lowest levels during sleep. Your muscles are relaxed and it may be difficult to awaken you. Brain waves become even slower. What happened to me is that it felt like something stopped working correctly in my brain. My brain would not shut off like it was supposed to. It would not change over from being awake to even light sleep. I was not going through any of these stages. My eyes would just stay wide awake all night long. This began to happen with increased frequency until I finally stayed awake for several nights in a row. I do know this is medically impossible with a few exceptions, but still it should have been my first clue that I was experiencing a serious spiritual problem and much more than a physical one. As you would expect, I was beginning to feel delusional in my mind, and I began experiencing early contractions. After talking to my physician, I was prescribed sleep medication that was considered safe for pregnant women. I had to take this the remainder of the pregnancy and still only succeeded at getting four, maybe five hours a night of sleep. If I ran out of pills once again, I had to take this the remainder of the pregnancy and still only succeeded at getting four or maybe five hours of sleep a night. If I ran out of pills, once again, I would stay awake the entire night and it felt like torture. Finally, I had my baby. My daughter was born via C-section and was perfectly healthy and beautiful in every way. Despite my struggle, there was nothing wrong with her. Now I was given the medication protocol that you would expect with a C-section, but the doctors could not get my pain down to anything manageable. I was in way too much pain. They decided to give me extra morphine while in the hospital because of the intensity of pain. And instead of calming down and going to sleep like a normal person, I did exactly what I did before. I stayed awake all day and all night after having a surgery like that. I still went home after the two-day window, and thankfully, it seemed that I had suddenly resolved. I began sleeping normally, the pain from the surgery had calmed down, and my daughter was a good sleeper from the beginning as well. And then I had a dream. Remember, I told you, these attacks were centered around my dream life, and this is why we need night watch prayer cover, to cover the night seasons, to cover our dreams. And so I had this dream, and in the dream, I was a prescription pill addict and doing all sorts of crazy things to get my supply of medication. The dream was so real. It was so real that I woke up believing it was true. Keep in mind that I've never struggled with prescription medication, not as a believer in Christ, nor as a non-believer. But I believed after that dream that I truly was a prescription pill addict, only I wasn't acting out on it. I wasn't drugging myself. I just believed it to be true in my mind. And because I don't believe a pastor's wife or anyone should have an addiction like that, I began communicating my struggle to people in my close circle as if it were the truth. And then giving away my prescription medication, anything I could find in the house, which wasn't very much. 
My mind was so confused. I finally began to realize that maybe I was under some kind of delusion and that I was not an addict after all, but I started having panic attacks and horrible insomnia. I checked in with my doctor who diagnosed me with postpartum depression, and I was put on head medication, which only numbed the issues but didn't fix it. Well, these panic attacks, this insomnia, I struggled with it for two straight years. I received prayer. I fasted. I quoted scriptures over and over. I know I sowed to the right things during this time, to the things of God, but it seemed like nothing was working, and I was losing my confidence that I would ever get well. Well, I was in a staff meeting and suddenly was hit with one of those panic attacks. It was so bad that I ran out of the staff meeting and just went home. Things were not looking good at all. At this point, I received a text from someone I knew. She had a vision from the Lord that morning. She communicated in the vision that she was standing in my front yard and pouring oil onto the ground. And then in the vision, she told a mind-bending spirit to leave. When I read her text, I felt the presence of the Lord. I told her to come over to my home and do exactly what she saw herself do in that dream. And she did that. And would you believe that in just a few hours of her doing that prophetic act in my front yard, my mind returned. Finally, I was set free. I went back to my doctor and was taken off all medication within three weeks, which is a miracle. I've never struggled with this again, and I've seen countless others set free as well. The dream realm is very powerful. Jesus can get information to you in your dreams that we won't grasp in our normal waking day. He can turn you around in a dream. He can impart gifts and secrets in your dreams. I've seen people have wealth turnarounds in dreams. But this demon, this mind-bending spirit, came after my mind, my sleep, and my dream life, and he came after me inside a dream. If this is you, I'm going to pray for you right now. Holy Spirit, I invite you to come and hover over every listener who is dealing with the mind-bending spirit. I command the mind-bending spirit to go. I cause your mind to be sound in the name of Jesus and for your sleep to be sweet. Holy Spirit, give them dreams and more dreams, dreams from you and secrets in the night. In Jesus' name. Thank you once again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.